Welcome to Hair of the Werewolf. I'm Chase, and I'm here with my co-host, Lily. Hello. We are a supernatural horror podcast where we tell each other scary stories that are allegedly true, <laughs> often with a drink or two along the way to make it a little bit more fun. We are pretty excited as we are heading out to a cabin for the week for a bit of isolation and relaxation. Hopefully something scary might happen, but oh, not yeah. like... You know, I actually am okay if nothing happens in this trip, because I'm not like a nature person, so... The calmer, the better for me. Well, I don't mean like a murderer comes to our house, but I was thinking well, like no, I mean... <laughs> maybe we see a crazy light in the sky or maybe like we hear something spooky like oh, that. Yeah, I'm that... pretty interested. Okay. Maybe if it was, I know this is going to sound super weird, but if it's like a ghost in the house, I'm good. But if it's lights in the sky, like a UFO situation, I'm out of there. <laughs> but this is particularly exciting because we rented a cabin for the week and it was, a, it was a really cheap deal, which is great. Lily's never been to a cabin before. No, I have no idea what to expect. I mean, I guess I, I've been in the woods before. That's fine. But I don't think I've ever spent the night out there isolated, especially this many nights. Well, we're going to be there for a while. You've never been camping either, have you? Um, Overnight camping? No. So camping. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's a hike. I've been on many day hikes, yes. yes. So this is going to be doubly exciting for her. Uh, I've done cabins all throughout my childhood, so this is a pretty common experience for me. So this is going to be a good time. I'm pretty excited about it. I expect us to immerse ourselves in scary movies and stories to really enhance the ambiance of being isolated. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good time. Okay, good. I hope at least you do. At least one of us is confident. So Lily is holding... A giant pile of paper because she apparently outdid herself with her research this month so or this week so I'm pretty excited to find out what she has for us okay so it is actually a really long story and it's because it's so I don't know like I I couldn't cut out a lot of it and yeah I hope you guys enjoy it this story is called dear David so it is a very like popular story I don't know if any of you guys out there have heard of it before. And if you have, there's so much information that I'll be more than happy to refresh your memory. (laughs) Have you heard of it, Chase? No. Okay. (laughs) That's okay. It sounds like a movie about someone leaving behind letters after they passed away and saying that they love you. Uh, No, it's not that kind of story. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually very much not like that. All right. So this is actually a documentation of Adam Ellis, who believed he was being haunted by a ghost of a dead child, as he described it. Adam, who is an author and comic artist, began experiencing these things in August of 2017. After his encounters became serious, he decided to tweet about them out into the world, both for support and for his own sanity. He worked for BuzzFeed, and I believe you've definitely seen some of his cartoons. They often pop up on Reddit. I see them all the time. Okay. Yeah. Trust me, when I show you his work, you'll know. When Adam first tweeted about it in 2017, he had already experienced a few things for some time. He does a recap on what had been going on. Then in the following months, we get updates as things unfold. So you'll know what I'm saying. All through tweets? This is all through tweets, but I compiled them all into a cohesive story. Because like, there's a character limit, so I can only imagine. There was so many tweets. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it took me a while to, like, get them all together. I guess, I don't know, maybe I just don't know how to Google these days, but I couldn't find a transcription of it without a lot of people's, like, inserted opinions or, like, taking out a lot of information. I couldn't find, like, just a full 
no like filtered kind of thing so then I can edit it down to however I want and so anyway I had to do it myself whatever so I mean the fact that he's a writer though I mean I don't want to be a a, to poo poo anything but I'm like (laughs) already like okay so he's a creative person yeah so I'm imagining that maybe this was just a creative outlet as opposed to this is happening to him but I don't know I got to hear the tweets to find out how I feel I think you have to listen to the tweets and look at the pictures he posted because there's plenty of that on Monday, August 7th, 2017, around 9.30 in the morning, he says, So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. This That was his first tweet. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head, and that was dented on one side. Yeah, I did my best to draw it. Here's a picture of it, Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for some reason, I mean, you guys can't see the picture because this is a podcast. But I think Um, this might be what we post online, maybe. It surprisingly reminds me of the kid with the upside down face from Family Guy. (laughs) Oh my god, I know which one you're talking about. (laughs) So it wasn't that scary to me. Okay, okay. it's not that scary, but like it gets freakier, trust me. I mean, dented head, that's just, it's going to set anyone, uh, like, off a little bit, like, ooh, that's weird. Yeah. And that was an illustration, not necessarily that's what he saw. That's just his best description, I guess, at the moment. He says, for a while, he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling towards the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. It sucks. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? I was like, who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight and you can ask him two questions if you said Dear David first. Then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. How did, how did this person figure it out? Okay, so this was a dream that he had. Oh, so this is all still in the dream. I thought yeah, this yeah, was yeah. like so yeah, this the is dream another the, okay. another dream he's had exactly okay, okay. where uh, someone appears to him to kind of give him more information. So he says, "I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird." I don't know, man. Like, for me personally, I've definitely had multiple nightmares that are the same thing Yeah, I've over. definitely had, like, continuations or repeats. Yeah, continuations. That happens a lot, too. Kind of weird. It's like, get some original material, Brain. What the <laughs> hell? So boring. He has... I have many reruns. <laughs> My not. imagination's really boring, guys. <laughs> this so. is the best I can do. Um, so he says, anyway, a couple of weeks passed without incident. Then David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed and he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window, staring at me. In the dream, I say, dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I asked, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize that I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple of days, I googled death in the city, but I can't find anything about the kid named David dying in a store. I even tried different names, Daniel, Dylan, Devin, nothing. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is vacant, and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a large apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month goes by, and I sort of forget about dear David. I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. 
he posts pics of this cat, which I'll show you right now. I have a lot of pictures for you. So he's a creative writer and a cat person. He's a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to bode well for him. Uh, Can I just say, I, I wasn't sure if you're going to go back to the questions like that he was asking, but you didn't. So I, I have to ask. Okay, now. for sure. For sure. Um, He's totally the kind of guy that you don't ever want to have a genie because he's going to waste all his wishes. Because the first one's going to be He was like, able to ask two questions and you're like, why would you say that? You pretty much ask, <laughs> like the first question of like, like, uh, what happened to you? Like, why did you die? Okay, or how fine. did you die? But then the kid's like, acts in a storm. Like, all right, the kid is obviously very short with his responses. Right. So maybe you shouldn't waste your second question trying to find out specifically how he died. Maybe like. What Why you, are you here? What do you want? Do you want to hurt me? Yeah. Can I help you? Anything like that. But he's like, no, what specifically happened? Because I know if he had a third question, it would have been like, oh, wait, what was his third question? It was like, his who did it? His third question was like, yeah, who did it? And I'm like, well, that's God, not very he's helpful. awful. Because if he ever gets a genie, his first <laughs> one's going to be like, yeah, I, I could do with a beer. And the second one's like... I'm also kind of hungry. Can I get some, like, brownies? It's like, what's your third <laughs> wish? He's like, I don't know, a chair? You're like, you a suck. Ch- Everything about you sucks. Uh, Maybe it's just the little things that make him happy. I don't know. I mean, even David groaned at the second question. Because he's like, seriously? <laughs> seriously, he's this like, is your uh... second question? He's like, I didn't know I was going to be haunting an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so mean. I love it. Um, so he says... <laughs> Uh, last night, I got a weird feeling and looked up out the peephole, and I'm dead certain I saw movements on the other side. When I opened the door, I turned on the lights. Nothing was there, but my cat seemed unnerved, bushy-tailed, etc. And that's where I am right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. Now, this is Wednesday, August 9th, two days later, and this is around midnight. He says, update. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. What's going on? He also posted 45-second video of his cat sitting in front of the door and what looked like he is sniffing the edges from one side to the other as if following something on the other side. So um, that's me just describing that. But he says, okay, I took a photo through the peephole because I'm too scared to open the door. I feel like I saw something. I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there, but I took another photo. Look at this. He then shows a picture side by side, and uh, you see kind of like a shadowy thing. I think I might have given you a picture of that, but I'm not sure. Let's see. Yeah. So these are the pictures. It's like right there. And then on the other picture, there's nothing. Eh. I know. It's so like teeny tiny. So when she's showing a picture of the cats, it's literally two cats sitting in front of a door. It, yeah. I mean, the cats well, are I mean, they look interested like they're... in the door. Right, right, right. So yeah. that that's totally, Yeah. This picture, though, through the peephole, nah. Yeah, for sure. We're still not, like, quite there yet, right? He says, I deadbolted the lock and got in bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my cats meowing at the door. I am pretty scared. Uh, He says, uh, this is the next day, August 10th, around 10, 13 p.m. It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm going to try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. And here we go. Just minutes before midnight. They're both there now. I don't even know if this is the right kind of salt. So he has salt in front of his door that he kind of did a line over, which is pretty smart. Yeah. Following the lore of ghosts and Mm -hmm. keeping demons out and whatnot. 
This is the next day, August 11th, around 10.47 p.m. He says, I used SoundApp to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There are 33 recordings. Most of them are pretty vague. A couple of them are passing cars and the like, but there are three that I'm interested in. The first is a snapping sound and what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed all night. This is the only one that has strange electronic sounds throughout. I heard the clips. He uploaded them on SoundCloud and then posted them or whatever. And they're really just nothing. I would never have gotten out of bed or even thought twice about it because we've always lived in like old houses and in the city, you know. Yeah, creaks don't really bother me. Footsteps sound very specific. Creaks, yeah. though, don't bother me. It was like a snapping. It wasn't really a creak. So oh, Even that, know. unless you're in the woods, the oh, snapping right. <laughs> should mean nothing. I mean, that's, once again, snapping sounds are still like, you know, wood and joints adjusting as temperatures change. In the yeah. woods, though, if something snaps, you're like, okay, there might oh, be Oh, and by the way, he, I think he lives like in New York City, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Okay, so I didn't say anything earlier when he said I then deadbolted the lock because I was scared. And I was like, yes, I know they're safe cities, but... In a lot of places, you should deadbolt anyway. So I'm like, why was you're in New York? Why wasn't why this wasn't happening? Why wasn't this deadbolted? Right. So now let's move on to August 13th. He says, so a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I bought this Polaroid camera this weekend because they're fun and dorky. I decided to take photos around my apartment. I didn't expect to find anything. And for the most part, I didn't. I took a couple of my living room and bedroom. They're pretty unremarkable. Then I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. The pol- Wait, wait. What? Okay, no, no, go for it. I have a whole lot of thoughts, but okay, let's find out everything he says about the Polaroids. Uh, the Polaroid developed completely black. I even ripped open and destroyed a fresh pack to see if it was just underdeveloped Polaroid, but they all start out white. Um, I think he's overreacting. I've taken more than a few black Polaroids, one by accident because of my finger, and then two because um, you're supposed to adjust the lighting, and it's super sensitive if you don't do it. And if you bought two packs together and they were exposed to something like radiation in like an airport or whatnot, it can ruin a whole bunch of packs. Like- uh, it can ruin packs, but they're kind of ruining. Uh, so what he's saying is he's taking him inside the apartment and that's fine. But as soon as he goes out into the hallway, they're pitch black. Hmm. That's the difference. And so he says, I also thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my finger. So I took a photo while intentionally covering it. And and so he has two photos now, one that's like kind of black and the one that's pitch black. And there is a difference just the way they look. Yeah. So there they are. Because hmm. that is the one on the left that he put his finger over. That's what they look like. Yeah. So we're seeing two Polaroids right next to each other. One looks, yeah. one looks just stark black. Splotchy. And the other one looks like yeah. a light gray black you know all of you who have like a black t-shirt and then after like three months of wearing it it's not really black anymore <laughs> that's what it looks like yeah it's uh, that fake bullshit black right right it's fade all right so so now that those are the polaroids i just want to point out mm-hmm. he was very much expecting to find stuff because no one says i'm just going to take random pictures of my house and hallway with a polaroid i think he Especially definitely 2017 because that's very expensive to do he has he has it in mind i think what he meant was probably you know he's thinking about this a lot he's just going to try to take polaroids i don't know man sounds a little convenient <laughs> all right all right keep going so i got um, my eye on this guy okay <laughs> good good he says, so this could be nothing. I'm not sure what to make of it. Okay, one last thing, I, because I, I wanted to double check. Here's a couple of videos of me taking photos and then the hallway. He says, honestly, I don't know why I'm still fucking around with this camera. There might be a logical explanation. So someone told me to take a photo from farther away. So I tried that once with my iPhone and once with the Polaroid. 
Left is with my phone. Right is with the Polaroid. So he's posting these two pictures. Mm -hmm. The hall light was on both times. So when he takes a faraway picture, you know, the doorway is blackened when it's a Polaroid. But when he takes it with his iPhone, it's totally fine. I see it. But at the same time, looking at that picture, it just looks like the light's off in the hallway. It does. If he wanted to inspire me, he could be flashing a flashlight into the hallway so you could see the rim of the flashlight on the doorway that isn't pitch black so we'd be like okay there's a light shining in there but it's pitch black that would have convinced me this just looks like he turned off the light i mean there there's a lot to debunk here i mean you know it it definitely is possible i'm trying to make sure that the listeners are at least hearing for sure a little bit about what the pictures contain that's fair so moving on to august 14th Around 6.30 p.m., he says, uh, folks have been urging me to get some sage, so I did, saging the hall and definitely saging the hell out of the rocking chair. Honestly, sage doesn't seem like it'll help much, but I'm open to anything. I barely slept last night. I kept waking up feeling like something was wrong, but who knows? Maybe this will do something. So he's kind of like now exploring his options. And see, this is smart. I, I like this. And sage yeah. smells good, so it it's does. a win-win. So it just smells nice now, the very least. <laughs> August 15th, this is around 12.25 p.m. Sage did not work. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't uh, dreamed about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but across I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. This is two days later, August 17th. It's been two weeks, and he still does this every night at midnight. And he posts a picture of his cat, who he's referring to. Other weird stuff has been happening, too. I've been recording myself sleeping, and it picks up this weird static electricity sound every night at 3 a.m. It lasted about five minutes. This morning, I woke up to the whole house shaking. It felt like a small earthquake. I debated even mentioning that on Twitter because it sounds made up, but I distinctly felt the house swaying. It's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me, which is fair. Uh, August 18th, next day, they just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight. Everyone in the city is talking about it, how weird the sky looks. I can hear rolling thunder in the distance. He posted a picture of this. It just looked like a colorful sky to me. Well, and everyone else is seeing it, too. It's just, you know weather maybe yeah (laughs) nice clouds everyone always talks about the clouds so anyway august 21st all this ghost stuff has been spooky but this past weekend was the first time i actually felt unsafe in my home one friday night there was supposed to be a huge storm in the end it passed but that night was bizarre anyway i fell asleep pretty early i was incredibly tired for some reason i had a dream that night where david was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in my dreams or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower and then I noticed something. I'd woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. He took, Uh. yeah, he did take a picture of that and it does look like he had a bruise just above his wrist. Now look, maybe I injured myself the day before and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifests as a dream. At least he acknowledges that. Yeah, exactly. I I completely agree. Um, He says, there could be a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. I went to get coffee, which I do every weekend. When I walk to the coffee place, I always pass a food cart repair depot. It's always incredibly busy, especially on weekends. I've lived in the neighborhood for over four years. 
and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. But today, it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. And he posted a pic of the empty warehouse, and he says, well, almost empty. I went inside to look around, because I was astonished that the place was suddenly empty after all these years. Basically, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair, which kind of looks like... It reminded him of when he first saw Dear David. Okay. And he says, if you recall, David first appeared in the green rocking chair. It could be nothing, but it's weird that it was the only thing left behind. On my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It's remained shuttered since. The chair, my bruise, dreaming about the empty warehouse and then passed by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I don't sleep very much that night. Too many strange things are happening, and more frequently. So I don't know. Anyway... It was a strange weekend. August 25th, and this was around 9.20 p.m. There had been a few small developments in the apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to the routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10 p.m., I was confused. But this weekend, something else has been happening. Shortly after the unusual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I started getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. You'll notice that I answered once yesterday. So he posts a picture of his call log, and there mm-hmm. were about six times that, these, that the number tried or whatever. Since this has been happening for the days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually, it's an automated thing. If you answer it once, they quit calling. So I picked it up. I didn't say anything, I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a peculiar electrical sound static, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. After about a minute, the static stopped, and then there was silence. I kept listening, I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint I couldn't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, Hello. Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello. A flat statement, so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. The only thing I can feel like I can do right now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'll keep doing. August 28th, 2017. This is around 7.30. So I moved the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago. It's been in various parts of the living room ever since. I should probably get rid of it, but I'm not sure that would have any effect. Also, I'm going to vacation on Japan three weeks, and I keep thinking if I can make it to the trip, then this will end. As dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me once when I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week, I bought a pet monitor camera... It's basically a nanny cam. It runs 24-7. In any event, I decided to test it out this weekend. I was away from home one night, so I set up the camera before I left. My phone pinged periodically throughout the evening, alerting me the cats were running around and playing. Normal stuff. Then around 11, it alerted me again that it detected motion. But when I checked the feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. So I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. Watch the chair. So he posts a 51-second video, <laughs> and it's of a green chair, his rocking chair, and it starts to move on its own. Let's see this. So I actually have it here. Kind of creepy. Okay, that is decently creepy. <laughs> I mean, if 
I'm not saying it can't have been set up like like a hoax, like he's done it intentionally. Right. But it looks really, it looks really creepy. I mean, if you saw that out of nothing, and let's say all this is true, that would scare the hell yeah, out of me. Yeah, it's unsettling. Yeah. Uh, then he posts a 40-second video, and he says, if you missed it the first time, like me, look above the shelf. It's a little turtle shell that I hung up on the wall. And you see that shell fall. On its own, of course. Since I've been back home, I've been too nervous to turn the camera back on, and today has been pretty quiet. That said, I feel really uneasy. I put the chair in the hall. I hope nothing else happens tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So now we're moving into September 5th. This is around 6.20 p.m. He says, It's happening again. I've been leaving the nanny cam on 24-7. It records every time there's movement or sound, as you know. I was going over the feed from this weekend and noticed some weird stuff. During the night on Saturday, while I slept, it recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first, and then, a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. And it's a 22-second video. I don't know if it was a bug or something. Maxwell doesn't react like that. So basically, he's just saying now in his tweets that his cats are being affected inside. So before, they were more attracted to the door, like it was on the other side. Mm -hmm. But But now now it's in the apartment. Oh, he even posts a video. It's about like a few seconds long, of course. And it's just his cat kind of on his hind legs. And it does look like he's swatting something in the air, but there's nothing there. Just kind of creepy stuff, you know? So September 16th, around 8.02 p.m., he starts tweeting, I've been having nightmares lately. They're way more intense than than my usual dreams, too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap and had a dream I haven't been able to shake. In my dream, I was lying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the other pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The head was staring at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed. What happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. (laughs) After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark fingers in my window, even though I live on the second floor. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing in real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk, if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment. I went to the bodega a few blocks away to get a snack. On the way, I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. It's actually on the way to everything. I pass it twice a day just to get on the subway. I hurried past it since it freaks me out now. And the bodega, I got some Doritos and seltzer water, then made my way back home. When I passed the the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. (laughs) I froze in place, but there was no other sounds after that. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the door, about a foot above my head, too high to see in. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take a photo, and then run for my life. (laughs) I made sure my flash was on, positioned my camera lens, and then he took a photo. I almost thought I saw some movement when the flash went off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grades and was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. I was too jumpy to look at it for a while. When I finally did look at the photo, here's what I saw. It seems to be different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. There are a bunch of old insulation and what looks like a filing cabinet and ripped up leather desk chairs. He does post a picture. Are they green? (laughs) No, everything looks kind of grayish or whatever. 
Um, then I noticed something else in the upper right hand corner, something that looks like a face. The more I stare at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. But here, I mess with the filters on the photo a bit. Tell me if this doesn't look like him. So do you actually have this photo? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Let me see if I do. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I don't see. I mean, like. Oh, I totally see a face. You do? Yeah. I'm oh, far enough God. away. I'm far enough away. It totally does look Maybe like a face. Maybe that's what it is. I'm a lot closer to it. So I'm just like, I have no it's idea. It's kind of like a bald head. Ah, uh, okay. I kind of see like the shape of it's the It's massive. So if you look at the doorknob, that's and you go to the left, that's yeah. kind of where his mouth is. Okay. And the top of his head is all the way at the top of the photo. It's okay. a very massive Well, I hope if head. you guys look at it, you'll you'll be able to see it, too. It looks more like an alien than anything. Okay. It's, it's a very <laughs> strong picture. Here. Why don't you come over here and look at okay. it from over here? Hold on. I'm going to be over there. <gasps> oh, my God. Matt, you see it? Ew, was that close to it? Yeah. See? I told you. You just had to be farther away to see it. Oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> No, I think God. this photo is going to be the one we use on the uh, on the Instagram. Well, so. just wait. Okay, so let's see. Where was I? Okay, so after he posted this pic, he actually goes to Japan. But then he posts on October 3rd, around 10.42 p.m. It's my last day in Japan. The last couple of weeks have been pretty peaceful. I have people taking care of my cats, and they say they're doing fine. This morning, I went for a long walk around Sapporo. Sapporo? Yeah, it's, it's like the beer. It's like the beer, but I never know how to say it. Um, I never really planned my vacations. I like to wander a lot and see what I find. I came across this statue in a park. I couldn't find out any real information about it online, but it was weird and pretty. And he posted a pic of the thing, so here it is. Okay. Yeah. So it's a tall cylinder structure that has people carved into it all around. He says, I was taking pictures of it from different angles since it's cylindrical. I moved around to see one side and almost dropped my phone when, at what I saw. It felt too similar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring at it. This kid with a dented head. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe it's nothing. It doesn't feel like nothing. And then he posts this because he zoomed into it. Dun, dun, dun. Huh. Yeah, it kind of looks like Dear David. It's a little baby, though. Yeah, but it it does have kind of like that dent on that side of the head and his like... Wadjo was telling like the artist makes a mistake <laughs> and he's like, I hope no one notices this one guy. He's like, he sees I hundreds know. of characters. He just focuses on this little kid. And the artist is like, no. He's like, aw. My one mistake. <laughs> he just chipped a little too much on the head there. <laughs> oh, no. He so totally that's what... changes this, the, the phrase, chip off the old block. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, so that's what he saw, and he's he's basically freaking out at this point. Anything and everything reminds him of Dear David. Well, why don't we stop with Japan okay. so we can take a quick break, and then we'll continue with him returning back home. Perfect! All right, we'll be back in just a second. Get yourself a drink. All right, we're back. We're refreshed. We're ready to go. <laughs> and so he's just coming back from Japan after yes. he saw... Dented head kid statue. Yep. Or I guess a little piece of a statue. And we haven't decided if it's the artist made a mistake and hope no one will notice it. Or <laughs> maybe this is a sign that this dear David ghost that has been haunting him is actually manifesting itself within this sculpture. Yeah. So he's back in New York now and the tweets continue. Yes, they do. So now we're on Saturday, October 14th, 2017. 
around 11.14 a.m. So he says, weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment this week. First, two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At the same p- dark hallway. I the same dark hallway, right. All right. At this point, I've just left it alone rather than get a ladder again. But the strangest thing has to be with the black light on my TV. It's an LED strip that plugs into the TV itself via USB. The TV has to be on in order for the black light to be on, but last night the black light was flickering on and off by itself. So I'm assuming he has like black light ink art behind it. Yeah. Otherwise, because black lights are actually hideous unless you have art for them to <laughs> shine on. I don't know his They're style. They're very dim purple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I noticed it just sometime before dawn when I woke up and went into the kitchen to get some water. I'd barely gotten back into the bed again when I saw a faint light come on in the living room. After a few seconds, it went dark again. I went back into the living room and stood there watching the black light go on and off and on and off for at least a few minutes. Mm -hmm. It was bizarre. Eventually, it stopped, and now the black light doesn't work at all. It's only a couple of months old, so it shouldn't be dead already. Anyway, I couldn't get back to sleep, so I went to the diner near my apartment. It was the only thing open at 4 a.m., When I got back home, the sun was starting to come up, so I figured I might as well shower and go into work early. I showered and brushed my teeth and then headed into the bedroom to get dressed. As I passed the front door, I thought I heard a faint scratching sound from the other side. It was so soft, I wasn't sure if it had really happened. I went over to the door, but I I was too scared to look through the peephole. I couldn't bring myself to actually put my face that close to the sound, so I opted to take a photo through the peephole instead. Since there's a skylight just outside of my door, the hall was awash with faint yellow-green light. I snapped a couple of photos. At first, the picture didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness. But as I analyzed it and started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, and an eye stared right back at me. So here is the picture. Oh, he took a photo of it. He did indeed. Well, that's how he looked through the peephole, because he took a photo. Because he was too scared to look. (laughs) (laughs) With his own two eyes. This is it. So I think this is the ear. And then this is the eye. Then that's his bulbous head. And there's a better illustration here that someone did. Eh. You know, it's a, this one's a little more iffy. I'm going to call this one a pass. Sure. <laughs> nope. Okay. Got it. It's a Not blurry convincing. picture of a peephole with very low light and blurriness. It could be nothing. It could be nothing. It could just be oily smudges on the peephole. Yeah. No, totally. Or it could be a giant hidden caved head baby. <laughs> Those I are mean, the only two options you it have. It could also be a dinosaur. Ooh. Ghost dinosaurs. <laughs> Well, aren't they all dinosaurs? (laughs) Aren't they all ghosts at this point? Yes. So he says, uh, I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. It's obvious this isn't going to stop until I do something. I'm just not sure what that is yet. I'll let you know when I figure it out. October 26, 2017. Woo, your birthday. Woo. Uh, At 9.45 p.m., he says, sorry for the radio silence the past couple of weeks. First, I had a friend come over to do some cleansing stuff. She did the whole apartment and the hallway. A lot of the self-proclaiming uh, professional mediums have reached out, plus about a dozen ghost hunters TV shows. I've declined them all because I really didn't want strangers in my house sensationalizing what's going on. So instead, I had a friend come over and cleanse this place. And for about a week or so, it seemed like it worked. Things appear to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering at the door anymore. I stopped having dreams. It started to seem like everything was over. 
And then one morning last week, I was walking to work and passed the shuttered warehouse as usual. This time, all the metal doors were wide open, sunlight pouring in, and the warehouse was still mostly empty, except for one thing. There was a hearse parked near the back wall. And he posted mm. a pic of the horse, a pic of the hearse, not the horse. Um, and he says, the warehouse has been closed for over two months. I have no idea why it was open that day. Nobody was around. It was weird, but I try not to think about it. But something else happened last night. Uh, it was around 11 or so. As I was watching TV on the couch, I went into the dining room to get a drink of water from the fridge. I noticed both the cat sitting by the far window, staring at it. The window looked out onto the roof of a business next door. I glanced out the window, but didn't see anything. I figured that maybe there was a mouse in the wall or something. I shrugged and grabbed beer from the fridge. As I went into the kitchen to get the bottle opener, I noticed something. As someone was standing on the roof, staring at me. Mm -hmm. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. (laughs) I peered over the windowsill, but couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and I took a photo. It was blurry, dark, but I swear someone was out there. I tried to take a a better photo, but the figure had disappeared. I closed all the blinds and made sure that the door was locked and then drank five more beers until I was too drunk to be scared. (laughs) Five beers and you're drunk. (laughs) You wuss. Lightweight. (laughs) Maybe they're uh, (laughs) high percentage. I don't know. Someone didn't go to college. (laughs) Uh, he says, but now I feel like I'm back to square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do. So November 6th, fast forward. Seven. So we don't have a blurry photo he, of the roof? So he did post pictures of it, but there was nothing there. At least I didn't see anything. Okay, Maybe that's like, my fault. Did it look like a baby or did it look like an adult? No. Because things I, that are curious. Because yeah. it really could have been someone on the roof. It could have been. And it may not have been looking at him. He's just, he's in high octane mode right now. Yeah. So it could have, it could have honestly been like a repair guy doing stuff on the roof. <laughs> he's just and, walking by. And like, the repair guy just sees this guy like freaking out. He's like, man, that guy is high strong. <laughs> <laughs> it could be very it well like so. that guy needs five it's beers. Just, it's just your average peeping Tom. You don't have to be scared. We're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, November 6th, 7.37 p.m. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed about David. Last night I dreamed about him again. It was almost exactly the same as the first time I saw him. In the dream, I saw him in the chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore, This time it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and I couldn't move. But this time, something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could still squirm a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me, and I dreaded what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of his chair and come towards me, like before. I had to do something. I kept my phone next to the bed, and I somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought, if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. <laughs> I guess so. This uh, guy and his phone, he someone lives through their phone. He's like, I saw something scary, so I'm going to try to take mean, a picture of it instead of looking at it myself. tweeting his life, so of course he is. I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling towards me. I, he moved slowly, like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking photos. David limped closer towards me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon I was face to face with him. He started muttering something, too quiet for me to understand. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were all white. I tried to writhe away from him, but I couldn't barely move. 
I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something, and that's when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all, so I got up and went to work. And after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. I wasn't even going to write about it since it wouldn't really be new information, but tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went into my phone to find a picture for a couple from a couple of days ago and saw oh, no, there's a picture of David. And saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll. And from last night, it's better to just show you. Turn off the brightness because they're pretty dark. And here are the pictures. Interesting. Yes, very so much so. This one actually got me because I think I was still doing this research around 2 a.m. So <laughs> there's picture one. Do you see it? I can turn up the... It, wait, 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 wait. It just looks like a badly photoshopped baby. It's like a little kid, yeah. In the distance, okay. So here's another one. So that's one, and I just have to scroll. So now it looks like he's getting off the thing. Okay. And then that's him close up. All right, I want to see that one. ba ba bum. Okay, so although I still think it looks photoshopped, I have to say they got a dented head to Photoshop. That's pretty yeah. impressive, actually. It looks pretty good. Um, yeah. But it does look like a Photoshop to me. Whatever. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. He says, uh, this is the one that made my heart drop. Usually, I can come up with some excuses for what's happening, but I have no logical explanation for this. I'm sitting here on my couch, freaking out. I certainly won't be able to sleep. So now we move on to November 17th, around 8.30 p.m. For everyone asking, yes, I'm alive. I've been on the quiet side because there's something I'm trying to investigate and I'm not sure how to how to yet. I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial to share. It's also sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out, but I'll do my best. Basically, there's a part of my apartment. I'm just, <laughs> I like how he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay, so basically. <laughs> so here's everything. <laughs> he's totally Kelly Kapoor from the, <laughs> the office. It's like, I can't even, but and everything comes I'm out. speechless, but let me tell you everything. <laughs> uh, so he says, um... Oh, yeah. So basically, there's a part of my apartment I'm just now learning about. At least that's what I think. To refresh your memory, I live in a duplex. I just lived on the first floor and now I live on the second floor. And it's a long boxy building that looks like this. And I actually thought I should just give you a picture. That's his apartment now. Other apartment. And then that's the building that he saw the figure on from over the kitchen window. Anyway. The other Pretty standard. Exactly what you imagined is exactly what it looks like. Okay, good. I'm glad that I was able to describe it, and slash mm. so was he. Um, he says, the other week I was tweeting the most recent updates from the living room couch. About 30 seconds after I'd sent the last tweet, I heard a thump directly above my head, as if someone above me had dropped something on the floor, which is impossible since I'm in the top apartment. There's also no way to access the roof. There aren't any ladders on the outside of the building. The only way to get on the roof is through a skylight in the hallway. That's kind of weird. That is weird. Uh, there are no trees in the immediate vicinity either. It definitely wasn't pipes. It was distinctly the sound of something falling on the floor. My building is old and makes lots of noises, but this was a new sound and it startled me. Could have been like a pigeon just 
free That's falling a into fat the ground. Pigeon. A free falling? <laughs> well, what if it had a heart attack in midair and just boom? <laughs> I guess it happens. Hey, no, no. I know you I know you think I'm joking and kind of I am, but at the same time, <laughs> I just saw a video on Reddit uh, a couple days ago of a bear having a heart attack. <gasps> And they know it had a heart attack because, you know, the wildlife services came out. But you see this bear and it's running up uh, the side of a mountain and you can see it's starting. To, it's, it's struggling. And then all of a sudden it's like limbs seize and it just falls and it rolls down the mountain. And when it falls to the bottom, these people run up to it and it's gone. Right. Yeah. And they're like, yep, it had a heart attack. I'm like, all right. So animals have heart attacks, too. So why can't a pigeon or, <laughs> you know, or something just have a heart attack and just thunderball well, it I into, guess the, if a into pigeon... the ceiling? If a pigeon was going to have a heart attack, it would have to be pretty fat. So and I this guess... is New York. Fattest pigeons around. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, well... I'm, I'm going with the pigeon theory on okay, this one. Okay, fat pigeon. <laughs> fat pigeon. Hard landing. Got it. Okay, so he says, uh, so I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look all around the apartment, but I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway, and that's when something dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this, so I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in the hallway. I've always known about it, but I just assumed it opened directly to the roof. It's really high above the stairs, so I always figured it was impossible to access without some sort of fancy professional ladder. I look. Th- I took this video so you can see how high it is. So I'll show it to you. All right. So do you see, like, it's right above the stairs, and it's that makes really, it longer. It's really far up Yeah, it's there. almost like two stories high, you know. It looks like an attic entrance. Yeah. It looks like a very standard attic entrance. It does, right. And almost every, I mean, we live in New Mexico where a lot of houses have flat roofs, but a lot of them still have e- even a small, a small crawl attic area. space that sometimes just carries vents or electrical through it. So this isn't weird for a structure to have an attic. Right. I mean, I would assume they would in any building. Yeah, so there you go. He says, I see the hatch every morning when I leave for work, and I think nothing of it. But this time something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof, because it's actually below the roof. Um, He says the hatch is about three feet below the skylight, meaning there's about three feet of empty space between the two openings. He says, I was ready to explain this away for a few reasons. One, it might just be some sort of insulation space that all residential buildings have. So you're basically just... Chase, you've just said that already. And the fact that he isn't assuming this is really bothering me. I know. Well, I think he's... He's a little dense. He also hasn't had sleep. But even before he lost all his sleep, we have to remember the three questions he wasted on (laughs) this guy. So this guy's just not that Okay, but calm down. Okay, I... Here's the thing. I don't know if I would be able to be like, okay, dear David, let me ask you some really profound questions as you, a <laughs> creepy as fuck demon doll. I wasn't expecting you to ask, like, what's the meaning of life? <laughs> no, I know, but, like, something that would have been, you know, these are going to be more gut reactions. So, but, you know, maybe you're different. <laughs> if we gave him a fourth question, it would have been, was it sunny the day you died? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, okay. So... This guy is trying to understand what an attic is. Yeah. All right. So he mentions that. I won't go too much into detail anymore. But he says, uh, but over the past week and a half, I've been hearing more things above me. A few days after the first sound, I heard a similar thump while I was in the kitchen. Then last night, I heard something small clink in the floor and roll about six feet before stopping. Something is going on up there. Maybe it's a raccoon, but maybe it's not. I just can't get over the fact that the hatch is is in such a weird, inaccessible place over the stairs. I need to investigate. I'm just not sure how how to right now. I guess I'll try to buy a long pole off Amazon to see if the hatch even moves. 
I might have to buy a construction ladder. At any rate, that's why I've been MIA for a minute. I'll keep you posted and I'll figure out how to get up there. And then he says, <laughs> okay, I bought the pole. <laughs> Am I the only one who's like, who goes on Amazon's like, what do you need to find? Large, a pole. Large and like, pole. And what does it say? Customers who also bought a pole bought this. <laughs> what the hell else would it show? It's a ladder? <laughs> it's like maybe a pole isn't the answer. <laughs> when the pole fails, they all came back and bought a ladder. <laughs> Uh, so he says, this is November 28th, so definitely some time passed. At 8.18 p.m., he starts tweeting, a lot has happened in the last week, but I was away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write it all down. The noises from the ceiling haven't let up, but the pole I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave before the holidays, so I didn't actually get, get in until late Friday night. I plan to investigate the next morning and went to bed. I'd barely fallen asleep, and I woke up to this incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. I bolted upright in bed and immediately felt strange. There's a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. After about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it, but that would mean passing underneath the hatch, and that seemed like a bad idea. (laughs) So instead, I listened and waited, though I'm not sure for what. The crash happened again, and then again probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Then I heard a smaller creaking sound from the hallway. In my mind, I registered it as footsteps, but it really could have been anything. I stayed still, but there are no more sounds after that. I laid back down, still tense and nervous, but I must have fallen asleep at some point because I woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal again. I got dressed and left to go get a bagel, same as every Saturday. As I made my way down the stairs, something crunched under my feet. I looked down and noticed a pile of debris on the stairs, directly under the hatch. So it definitely seemed like something might have crawled out. Mm. Kind of creepy. Do we know if anyone at this point is living in the his old apartment down below? Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. He doesn't mention that, so. He says, it looked like dirt, but I couldn't tell for certain. It could have been old plaster. I glanced up at the hatch and noticed something else peculiar. At the edge, something caught my eye, barely poking out. It's hard to see because it's so far up, but I took a photo. So he has a photo, and then he says, At that point, I went upstairs and grabbed my pole. (laughs) So weird. I set up my camera on the coat wardrobe on the top of the stairs and hit record, just to make sure (laughs) it would be caught on video if a demon burst out of the hatch. Oh man, he's going to poke that shit like Facebook. Yeah, so here... (laughs) So here is the video. And something falls out. Looks like a little mouse or big piece of like lint or like a something. chunk of something yeah so, yeah, so he, <laughs> he <laughs> rather ungracefully <laughs> uses this pole pushes on the uh pushes on the attic access and like this little black fluff thing falls yeah looks like maybe the size of a shoe so he says um so when the thing drops he he tweets i jumped out of the way and practically fell down the stairs trying to dodge whatever it was that fell. At first, I thought it was a dead squirrel, which would honestly explain a lot. It hit the steps and bounced down on the floor. I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole since it was so long and unwieldy, then went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell. Oh, it was gone, wasn't it? No. Okay, good. (laughs) I was going to be like, oh, seriously, dude. Uh, At first, I wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy, faded black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small leather shoe. 
Oh, hey. Hey. I said a size of a shoe was a shoe. <laughs> Good guess. Um, I hustled back upstairs and texted my landlord. I told him I thought there was something in the crawl space and asked if he could investigate. He said he'd come by later with a ladder and check it out. So actually, I think I have a picture of the shoe here. It's old timey. Oh, it's a kid's shoe, it's too. It's a child's shoe. Yeah. It's so creepy looking. A few hours later, my landlord was on a ladder, shining fl- a flashlight into the crossface. I stared up at him, half expecting something to grab him and yank him into the darkness. He angled his flashlight all around and finally said, there's nothing up here. But then he, he was like, oh, wait. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness with his free arm and then pulled back. He had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. Okay, this is where I was like, dude, come on. He says, <laughs> it was smooth and shiny, and at first, I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. It was so... What? I know. I, marbles are so obviously, See, this like, is him marbles. doing his writing thing. Yeah. I think he's just being dramatic. It was so worn that it hadn't registered it was a marble at first. Its shape was sort of a weird with a little bump on its head. So here's a picture of that marble. I mean, to me, I'm like, marble. Yes. Right? Okay. It's 100% a marble. <laughs> However, I'm not going to put it past this guy to try putting it in his mouth to see if it's candy because, you know. After a while, he's like, nope, no flavor. <laughs> it tastes like nothing. <laughs> it tastes like an old shoe. My landlord seemed unbothered for the most part. And he told me to call him if he heard anything else. I went inside and headed to my office to see if I can figure out anything about this marble and somehow made its way into my ceiling. I had nothing to go on, but I did figure out that there was a little bump on the marble, which apparently in the early 1900s, they made marbles by hand and cut them with a big metal scissors, which would mean the marble is probably really old. Anyway, I have a decrepit old shoe and a marble sitting on my dresser. I guess this is the new normal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He says, on December 12th, 2017, around 8 p.m., sorry for the long break. I haven't been feeling great the past couple of weeks and haven't had time to update. There wasn't much to say for the most part. I wasn't sleeping well and was having weird dreams, but they were vague and hard to describe. I'm sleepy all day long, and I've been getting suddenly bouts of dizziness. I tucked it up as always having earbuds crammed in and made a mental note to get my ears checked. Other than that, things are pretty quiet. I sort of fooled myself into thinking that finding those items in the attic somehow ended all of this. Not that that would make much sense, but last week something started to happen. Late on Wednesday, I woke up and felt something strange, like something had just been watching me. I turned on the lights, but I was alone. Still, there was this tangible feeling of badness. Everything felt wrong, sort of like when you have the flu and you wake up at night and you can't really tell where you are for a minute. It was a feeling I'm used to. It always accompanies David. People tweet me a lot and say he might just need help, but I'm certain that's not the case. Every time he shows up, I feel a palpable sense of malice. That's what I felt that night. Malice. Dread. But still, I was alone. And I was so tired. I wound up just going back to sleep. I've been so exhausted recently, I can barely function. The next night, the same thing happened. I woke up suddenly feeling like I just missed seeing something, like a candle had just gone out and I could still smell it. I thought about using the pet cam from the living room to monitor my bedroom while I slept, but the cord was too short to get the camera high enough. Uh, So I improvised and downloaded an app to take photos every 60 seconds and set my phone on top of the bookcase. It's almost seven feet tall, so I had a pretty good view of the bed and the surrounding area. And then I went to sleep, just like before. I jolted awake hours later, feeling the same unease. 
I turned on the lights and hurried out of bed to get my phone from the bookcase. There was probably 350 photos to scroll through. The vast majority of them were sleeping, was me sleeping in the empty room. I left a couple of night lights on just in case something showed up. But for the first 100 photos, it was just me in an empty room. Then suddenly, there he was, standing in the chair at the foot of the bed, staring at me. Dun, dun, dun. Here is a picture. He's on top of the recliner. Mm, okay, this, this picture actually looks really creepy. Uh-huh. So he says, in the next photo, from a minute later, he seems to be staring right up at the ceiling. Just staring. Then he appears to collapse on the chair. So here is the photo of that. So that's him looking up. And then this is him collapsed on the chair. Okay. Yeah, it kind of looks like a little rag doll or something. Mm-hmm. The next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first, I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make any sense. I looked over at that chair, half expecting him to be to still be there, but it was empty. But then, in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty again. He's gone in the next several photos, too. I figured maybe that, that was it. But I kept swiping through the photos. About 15 photos later, he was back, standing next to my bed. It was just like the last time I saw him. That's when my heart stopped, started to race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped to the next photo, and my heart sank into my stomach. He was on the bed, inches from me, staring down at me, sleeping. That's him on top of the bed. Yeah, there's some scaling issues going on here. Uh, he was farther away in the chair, but he's not much bigger now, but now he's on the bed. I thought he was pretty small in the other one. Okay. I don't know. But he also, like, can appear differently, if you've noticed before. Yeah, that's true. In his description. So then he says, the next one was worse. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. After that, there's seemingly nothing. He disappears again, and the rest of the scroll is just me alone in the room again. That is, until the last photo. Here's the final photo on the scroll, and I'm going to show it to you so you can describe it to everyone. That's his head. Oh, okay. So it took me a little bit. It's like in the left bottom corner. So imagine you're just looking at a a room with like a little lamp on it. It's not a very bright room. It's kind of dark. And then someone's right up against the camera, and you're just seeing the top of their head in the bottom left corner. But the head looks kind of like Gollum. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a stringy Wispy, hair. gross, yeah, stringy hair on bald. pale skin, and I'm seeing, like, an ear and everything. But the ear looks weird. Yeah, it it looks creepy. Yeah, that that's actually just, it just looks gross. <laughs> Can also be creepy. Uh, so he says, uh, I'm lost for words, the malformed ear, that stringy hair. I didn't even know what to think. I looked over my room but couldn't find anything. And honestly, I've been so exhausted, I didn't know how to process. Even now, I want to just go to sleep. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. Whatever. You have to be really sleep deprived if after. If this is all <laughs> truly happening, you have to be massively sleep deprived to not be like, I'm yeah. going to a hotel right? and I am moving tomorrow. I'm just burning that building. Uh, December 20th, he says, at 1.13 p.m., Hi, everyone. I'll be gone for the next week, visiting family back home in Montana for the holidays. It'll be nice to get away from all of it for a bit. Thanks for everything, and I'll see you guys when I get back. And then January 2nd, 8.18 p.m. So I've been away from the city for a couple of weeks. I went home to Montana for the holidays, and almost immediately I started to feel better. Less tired, less foggy. Up until now. I haven't really entertained the thought of moving, thinking that David would probably just follow me wherever I go, but when I left for Montana, everything seemed to improve. Like, maybe David wouldn't follow me after all. Maybe he was tied to the house, and not me. 
being home felt safer and I managed to relax a little bit. I even started browsing listings for new apartments back in New York. The last thing I wanted to do is move in the middle of winter, but after the past few months, it seemed like it might be worth it. It felt like there might be a way out, but after a few days, I started to feel strange again. One night, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I stood there in the dark. I couldn't help feeling like there was something moving outside the bathroom window. The bathroom looked out into the backyard, and it was pitch black. I couldn't barely see anything, and it's Montana, and there are animals passing through all the time. Sure enough, in the next morning, I found animal tracks through the snow. I don't know how, what specific animal, deer, elk? The next night, the same thing happened. I got up in the middle of the night and thought I saw movement in the blackness outside. This time, I stood at the window and gazed at it, straining my eyes to see, waiting for them to just adjust it to the night. For a long time, I stared out into the snowy darkness, but couldn't see any movements. Then, just as I was about to turn away, I saw something lurch off into the right and disappear from view. Again, it was too dark to make out the animal, but it could have been anything. Maybe a coyote? (laughs) (laughs) In the morning, as I was getting out of the shower, I glanced out the window and noticed tracks behind the garage. I couldn't tell what they were from from the bathroom, so I got dressed, put on my coat, and went outside. When I got up close, my heart practically stopped. They weren't tracks. They were footprints. Hmm. Really small footprints. Ah, the kid's there. Uh, Yeah, so here is the first tracks when it was outside the window. And then this is the snowy tracks of teeny tiny feet. I followed them across the backyard and they disappeared into the ditch out back. I stood there in the snow, not knowing what to do. What could I do? Call the cops and tell them I found footprints in the snow? The last couple of nights, I was too scared to leave my room. If it had been David out there in the snow, it meant that he could follow me anywhere. No matter where I moved, he could find me. I felt helpless. I flew back to New York the next day after Christmas, but in my apartment, it seemed like I was just at square one again. I've tried everything I could think of. I've saged my apartments. I've hired mediums. Nothing has worked. And worse, I still feel him at night, watching me from different corners of the room, always getting closer and waking up right before something happens. For the past few nights, I've been using the app that takes photos every couple minutes, but nothing has shown up. For whatever reasons, it seems to not work anymore, but I have left it running just in case. It's picked up absolutely nothing, save for one thing, from last night. Last night was particularly bad. I felt sick and had nightmares all night. I dreamed that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling, far from the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster and faster. I couldn't move. I could only look up at him. Suddenly, he plummeted down and felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping. The wind completely knocked me out. I sat up and looked around frantically, heaving for air, but there was nothing. When I caught my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo roll showed nothing of note, save for the last photo, just taken moments before. And this is it. (laughs) This one I kind of laughed. It's like a child falling from... <laughs> oh, and the kid actually looks kind of adorable there. Ew! I don't know about adorable, He but... looks like he's looking at the camera smiling. I'm not getting that from this angle, but I, I'm definitely just seeing that it's falling, like this motion of fall. But anyway, it would be creepy if it was definitely real. So. It, looks like, it looks like a blurry picture of a normal kid wearing like a gray sweatshirt. But he's horizontal, so I don't know if that's eh. normal. <laughs> so he says... I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss. I just don't know. So now we move forward to January 16th, 2018, 8.24 p.m. Sorry for the long delay. Honestly, I wasn't sure I was going to tweet again. After what happened a couple of weeks ago, everything stopped. Well, sort of. 
I wasn't having dreams anymore, and I was feeling better. I was sleeping through the night again. Actually, I was feeling great. I still do. But things have been sort of weird, too. It's hard to explain. I'll try, but I don't know if any of this makes sense. Basically, as good as things have been for the past couple of weeks, I can't shake this feeling that something is off. Like I've been sleeping fine and lots of energy during the day, but sometimes I seem to sort of lose time, I guess. Like I look up at the clock and realize a whole hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it. Or I'll mishear something and ask them to repeat what they said, but they'll say they didn't say anything. Little stuff like that. But after what I've been through, that's not a big deal. Despite all that, I felt ready to, to put it all behind me. So on Sunday, I opened Twitter intending to update you all that it was over, or at least I thought so. I just wanted to go back to the way things were, and it seems like they had, when I noticed I had way more notifications than usual. I swapped to my mentions and saw what that everyone had tweeted to me about something I'd posted on Instagram the day before, saying they saw something weird. The stories are expired now, but I have screenshots, and I don't know how to explain it. Long story short, I went to brush on Saturday with a friend. I posted a few uh, photos to my story, and they were fairly unremarkable. Here's the first photo I posted. Totally dumb and normal. I posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving, and that was that. But the next day, I had a zillion messages about the third photo I posted. People have taken screenshots and sent them to me. This is what got uploaded to my Instagram story. So this is it. So it's kind of like corrupted, Mm. weird... Thing. It just looks like a glitched out photo. Nothing yeah, weird. Yeah, but if you notice, like, her face is pretty normal, and then his has, like, an imposing face over it, it kind of making it look weird. Yeah, I someone guess. can say it's fine, but some think maybe it's Dear David actually inside him now. Like, finally, the full manifestation or, a, you know, taking over a body thing has occurred. All right. All right. I'll go with that. <laughs> so he says... Um, I have no clue what happened. It looked pretty fine on my phone when I uploaded it. It says it was just a glitch, but I can't make sense of it what's going on in my face. Maybe I can. I know what it looks like, what it probably is, but I don't know if I care anymore. I really just want things to be normal again, and things feel normal enough right now. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you guys updated if something else happens. Then on January 18th, he posted pictures of his cat, looking at the floor, other videos of his cat. They look kind of weird. No context whatsoever. Then fast forward to uh, February 14th at 12.05 a.m. He says, please don't worry about me. I'm okay and everything will be like was before. March 12th, for everyone asking if I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately and I've been trying to focus on work. Of course, I'll keep you updated if anything else changes or anything else happens. But for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. And he ends with a peace sign. And that is the last time we hear of it. Wait, 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 wait. Like, hear from him or hear about, about it? About it. About David. But he's still making posts. I'm not sure. I actually didn't go on his Twitter feed or anything like that, so I'll have to check that out. Because, like, is I want to know, did he just stop making posts and he's dead? No, he's not dead because he's, still, or he's it, still functioning human. Or maybe he's an assimilated body that is now this David creature. And it's not really him, which is why he's now acting different and not scared anymore. That's exactly the theory, for sure. And now for the burning question, is the story real? So I went on a website called The Wrap. Adam was interviewed and was asked this very question. This was his response. Quote, I've never been interested in convincing anyone that ghosts are real. I just wanted to tell my story. If it was all fiction, I probably would have updated more than once every couple weeks. 
So he's definitely suggesting that it's real. And he also mentions like in other articles that I was reading, which were more, you know, recent or whatever. He says, I've said it a million times and he tends to just kind of like sidestep the question now nowadays. But initially and also mm-hmm. more than anything, he's never denying that it's not true. In fact, sure. he says it is. He just gets that question like a hundred times a day, of course. Of so course. he's kind of over it. But yeah, basically he's saying this is true. Believe it or not. Because I think at this point he's gotten a lot of crap too you know so he's like whatever well the methods that which he uses and some of the choices he makes are questionable and i do (laughs) think a lot of the images where you see something they don't they look like photoshops and not even very good ones i'd have to really analyze them looking at them from like four feet away on a screen um I'd, i'd really like to look at them more and see but i would say at this moment i i don't believe him Okay, yeah. And I think what killed it was too many photos. Because how many ghost hunters out there go to these places that everyone says are haunted and they don't get a photo of anything except maybe an orb, but this guy manages with his phone to capture every freaking picture. That whole thing, damned if you do and damned if you don't. Like, if you don't, if you have too many photos, then it's not real. But if you have one photo, well, it could be unreal or something, you know, or you didn't get anything. No, no, you're right. He's getting stuff, but then he doesn't want to bring in ghost hunters because he says you know he doesn't want the fame and and then all of a sudden it just disappears because maybe he's like oh yeah this hoax is getting it's taking too much time or 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 he's like i just too much attention i need to stop this i don't know possibly i don't know if i believe him the way he writes it does sound a little bit like a no sleep story creative fiction yeah but it is a good story (laughs) i'm not saying it's not good but i think it would make a really awesome movie yeah oh speaking of which (laughs) There were rumors that a movie was in development, but when I Googled it, the only thing that popped up was something on IMDb that said that there was going to be a miniseries on December 3rd, 2021. Uh, Honestly, I didn't get a lot more information from that, so I don't know what's going to come first. I don't know if the miniseries is actually going to happen. The fact that it's going to come out so close, December 3rd this year and I haven't heard anything, isn't probably a good thing, mm. so I don't know. Well, and that that is also one of those questions, because you could write something that's based on these events, and you don't have to pay anyone anything. Yeah. But if he gets involved, and his name is in there, and he's getting paid, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm more likely to believe it's fake. Very possible. he's just getting some cash money. Because if he's fine, like, if he's fine and it was scary, but he's happy that it's behind him, most people will be like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. It's in the past. But if he starts getting some good cashy money from it, let's see. <laughs> Dear David's like, I'm rich, bitch. It's a good story, but I think it might just be a story. It could be. It could be. Take it as you will. I highly I don't I don't know. So (laughs) there were times where I was like, okay, this is freaking me out. But you're right, it did have a lot of like creative elements in there, kind of not sensationalizing, but the descriptions, it didn't feel so organic. It felt thought out. It felt the way I would write something if it was fiction. And Yeah, definitely something that I felt was a little off. The pictures, however, I do recommend if you're doing it like I did, is sit down 2 a.m. in the dark, start (laughs) looking through them, read the tweets, and you'll for sure think it's real at that moment. (laughs) Yeah, the other the other day I like just rolled over because I was lying on bed. Oh yeah, and she's she's sitting right next to the bed at her computer, and I just like lightly graze her shoulder just be like to say hi and see how she's doing, and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Damn, you're mad." She's like, "No, it's just I'm looking at some scary crap." 
literally I was looking at that first image of when he shows the actual kid on the couch. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I was seeing it. And then I see your little hand behind me and I'm like, oh. Little hand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you only did it with a finger. And in my head, it was like, I don't know. It was just really creepy. <laughs> I didn't know this 36-year-old man hand was so little, apparently. It was scary and little at the time, okay? (laughs) Anyway, that's my story. I hope it freaked you out, or at the very least, was super entertaining. It was was very entertaining. Okay, good. It's a very good story. Yeah, my mouth is so tired. I feel like I've just been completely talking this entire time, and... You know, hopefully next next episode we're going to be a lot more interactive, and you'll have a story because mine won't be so long. Absolutely, which we, I'm excited about. But I do think that brings our episode to a close this week. If any of you listeners have any comments, questions, or personal scary stories that you want to share, short ones or long ones like the Dear David, <laughs> we're down with them all. Please drop us a line at hotwpodcast at gmail.com or through any of our social media accounts. As always, we post episodes every weekend, and you can find us on all standard podcasting platforms. We are really excited because we're two episodes into season two now. We've got a whole year coming up, and now that we're heading into the winter months, hopefully we'll be a good podcast to cozy up to in front of a fireplace. Keep that in mind. If you have a fireplace, go at it. If not, use it. Just uh, light a candle. It'll work. We're not going to drink because we're about to drive out to a cabin. But yes. if you can drink, you should do it and keep doing it, you know, responsibly. <laughs> keep doing it. Yeah. We're the worst. And if you can't, do it when you can responsibly. And if you're listening to us because you're super hungover because you drank too much last night, don't worry because the best cure for a hangover is fear. Bye. <laughs>